Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show this one today i want to share with you uh is for all of us uh and here it is there is a solution to all of your problems and situations if you don't know what your next move is that's a good one. I don't, I don't care what it is. If, if, if the relationship you're in is all wrong and you don't know how to get out of it, it doesn't matter. There's a solution to all your problems and situations. That solution to all your problems, that way to make all your dreams come true, the, the, the way around a lot of this and the, to the, the, the weakness that you feel at times. Is prayer. Prayer, a connection with your creator. Could that be the thing that's missing in your life? I'm just asking. Because whenever I get a little bit off track, all I got to do is thank just a moment. Steve, have you been have you been praying, man? Have you been connecting with your creator? I know you're busy, man. I know you're busy. And I know at the end of the day, you're done. You're done. And sometimes crawling into bed is all you can manage to do. I've said this. It happened to me last night. Again, I did all of this. But when I look and when I see things not moving, or I don't feel like things are going in the right direction, or I have a sense of being stagnant, all I got to do is retrace it. 
because I'm working. There's no doubt about that I'm working. But am I staying connected? Am I using that weapon that's available to all of us? Am I praying? And the answer is usually no. And so I know, okay, okay, man, I'm, I'm getting off track here. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The reason, the, the reason I constantly talk to God is because life constantly changes. People who said they was going to do something for you one day have changed their mind the next. Somebody you thought was going to show up that day, called in late, had an accident, and couldn't make it. That changes the parameters of everything. The meeting you had set up that had to be canceled because somebody was ill, that changes the parameters, the time frame of everything because it's all connected. So if I don't stay in constant prayer and stay connected to the creator, when these things happen, I've not put in my bid. I've not talked to him about how to handle it or I'm just not aware of it and what to do next. And the next thing you know, it becomes a little stagnant. That has happened to me. I got to get back. Because prayer is the solution to all of my problems and situations. I have found that to be the case. Now, the only reason I'm telling it to you is because I know if you anything like me slash human being, then there are times that you feel anxious. There's moments of desperation. You have moments of uncertainty. There are times when you feel like you've lost your way or you or your purpose is a little blurred. You're not sure anymore. Or you don't know what your next move is or the relationship you in or the relationships you dabbling in. They're just all wrong for you. Man, there is a solution to all your problems and situations and it's prayer. If you're suffering from any of the things I just listed or any other thing you could think of, just check your prayer. What has your prayer been lately about it? And this is for everybody. I often find when I get that disconnection, man, my my prayer done slipped off. I start feeling a little bit less, so I got to jump back on it. I'm just offering you a solution to it, man. And 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 I'm giving you a solution that works one thousand percent for show. See, I ain't guessing at this one. I'm telling you what has happened in my life, how I did it, and it'll do for you. God is filled with mercy and grace. He knows we all messed up. He knows all of us have done some jacked up things that don't nobody know about. He know all about our past, man. He know all of that. But he is so full of grace and mercy, so full of 55th chances. But you know the thing about your life, though, and the thing I had to come to terms with, and the reason I don't let my, my I, the reason I don't let my past bury me, the reason I don't let my past define me, is because my past, I found out, were just the ingredients needed for me to make this cake I'm eating now. My past is just my ingredients. See, you, you don't get rid of your past. The, it, they, ain't, they ain't gone nowhere. They are the ingredients. But when you put them with something else, they look better. They taste better. It is better. All of our past are just the ingredients that have become the cake we eating now. 
Now, if you don't like the way your cake tastes, then you got to start putting some other ingredients in there. Just because you started off and your cake was messed up don't mean you can't straighten out the flavor of your cake. You got to put some different ingredients in there. So let's say your cake is trifling tasted. It's bitter. Your cake is bitter. Well, you got to dilute the bitterness. You got to put some more goodness in there. So you got to put some goodness ingredients to, to take away the taste of the bitterness. So you got to put some different ingredients in there. You got to start living your life a little more kindly, a little more thoughtful, a little more sharing, a little more caring. And then after a while, man, those new ingredients combined with that bitter, it starts overshadowing the bitter taste because the bitter taste is further behind you now. See, something that happened to you 12, 15, 30, 25, 16 years ago ain't got to be the flavor that's in your mouth now unless you let it be. It's the ingredients, man. If you sick of the way your cake tastes, then change your ingredients. Put something else in your cake mix so you can get a better taste. If you don't like the way your life tastes, pray. I've been hearing my mama say it for years. Boy, prayer changes things. Don't, my mama, you say it to me all the time. I say it to my TV audiences when they come see me on the talk show. Before I walk off stage, I tell them these words my mother said. I said, my mother used to always tell me this, and it's bailed me out, and it might do the same thing for you. I say, whenever I get in trouble, I hear her words. She says, son, don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray, and don't be too proud to pray, because prayer Prayer changes things, and you better believe something. It 100% show do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is morning time. It is the beginning of a new day. It's a new opportunity, a great chance, a blessing to be here yet alive again. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad about that, boy. Oh, man, give it to me, God, because I sure appreciate it. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Shirley Strawberry. It's Friday, Steve Harvey. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Never mad on a Friday. What's up, crew? Junior. Oxtail, $7.99 a pound this weekend. Just throwing that <laughs> oh, I can make some hot sales. Man, yes. Okay. <laughs> Anthony Brown. You know what, Steve? After putting in a full week of work, it's nothing like reaching a Friday. Oh. Thank you so much that we're here. We made it. <laughs> wow. I love that. When I grow wow. up, I want to be. You know. <laughs> that food worked one day this week, today. <laughs> we wow. King of pranks. Friday night, just got paid. Friday, yeah. baby. Yeah. Friday. Ooh, Friday, well. you know, Friday is good, but Friday used to be kind of scary when you was in school. But that's when you get your ass whooped at three on Friday. You know, you, you can get your did. you can get jumped sure on did. Friday at school. Uh, that didn't happen. Came out on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Friday. You got your ass whooped on Monday's day. When you got your ass. Whooped? Well, you know, I got in the lights on Friday, <laughs> a lot of fights on Friday, trying to help your little sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday, I got to go down here and help his ass. 
That's all right. That's what you were supposed to do. You were supposed uh, to do But it wasn't a good look because I'm 10 years older than him. It ain't a good look. Mm-hmm. He oh, on the playground. I'm over there. I'm 18 trying to slow this ass whooping down. <laughs> Back then, you could hit the eight-year-old boy. Hit him. I'm your nephew. <laughs> well, well, I don't understand. I'm supposed Why? to protect him. Well, I'm That's too old to be out there jumping on them kids. Yeah, yeah. you're grown. You 18. <laughs> but I'm saying, why did they want to jump on Tommy, though? No, the no, he is right there. Because <laughs> he was clever. They hated clever kids. They didn't love like That's what Thank it was, you, Team Jay. Tommy. Clever. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> clever. All I know, Shirley, that I was getting jumped on. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I'm glad Jay is here today, one of his work days. Yeah. To, what, no, to what's the difference the between jumped on and picked on? What is the difference between jumped on and picked on? Jumped on is physical. Jumped on is two or three yeah. people hitting picked you. Picked on is words. <laughs> jumped on yeah. is physicality. Picked yeah. on is your mama. <laughs> Your mama jokes. Yeah, the picked on is your mama jokes. Jumped on is three can or four get, people. Can you get picked on and jumped on at the same time? Oh, hell yeah. Well, the, the picking on usually occurs, occurs. before the jumping. Yes, yes it's an order to it. Yeah, that's the lead off. They don't jump on you, then pick on you. They pick on you, and depending on how you're taking it, that turns into a whooping. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I only got jumped yeah. on, Jay, after I said some stuff he told me to say. say <laughs> right. Say this Thank you. <laughs> I told him to say it if he could back it up. I didn't tell him to go down there that day. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve yes. Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, the CLO, Steve Harvey. Uh, This one is from uh, Teresia online, or Teresia online. Uh, Teresia? And Teresia. Yeah, yeah, it could be either one. My boyfriend has a barbershop, and he's there a lot of late nights. I go by from time to time, and there are usually a few females around his place because of a beauty supply store next door. I pulled up the other day, and there was a woman sitting in his chair. He was nowhere to be found. He walked in with two plates of wings, one for her and one for himself. I told him I was sorry for interrupting his lunch break, and I left. He didn't chase after me, but he did call me to say it's his place of business, and I overreacted. Did I? Hmm. Well, Whoa. I don't know if you overreacted. Whoa. You said, sorry to interrupt your dinner, and you left. The overreacting would have been slapping the plate out of her hand <laughs> and then trying to cut her hair. That would have been an overreaction. That's a little, a little much. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been overreacting. I think you sure. did the professional thing by saying, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt your lunch and walk out. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the biggest blessing he had. The fact that he didn't chase after you was to try and act like everything was cool. Don't worry about it. Then he'll call you later. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if the woman was in his chair and he come back with two plates of wings, I don't yeah. know if he doing his spare time if he would uh, Uber Eats or Postmates. I don't know what he doing, mm-hmm. but you, I don't think you overreacted. But who you eat wings with though? They important to you. You don't eat this wings is true. with anybody. Who you eat wings with? They important. Well, this is true. I know. Yesterday, I got a half cup. My my barber didn't offer me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because you a dude, Junior. <laughs> but you a dude. You a dude. You Pay the money, get your ass out the chair. Next. All right, Michelle. We're moving on, guys. Mashonda in Charlotte says, Steve, that my husband and I are 37, and I had a son when I was 17 by another guy, and my husband is raising him. He's very hard on my son, and he says I let him get away with too much stuff. Last night, my son broke his curfew and came in with a black eye. I was more concerned about his eye than him being late. My husband still put him on punishment. We got in a heated argument, and he said I treat my son like he's my friend. I told him I can handle my son. Am I wrong? Should I let him take the lead? Yeah. Yeah. If you can handle your son, you'd be handling him. I'm sorry, ladies, but listen to me. I, first of all, I applaud you. Being a single mother is hard. It's doubly hard when you're trying to raise a boy and turn him into a man. This boy of yours is 20 years old. Am I right? Uh, Had him when he's 17, 17. they 37. Uh-huh. 17. Mm-hmm. Huh? 17. Yeah, the boy is 17, they're 37. The parents. They're 20 years older she- than the boy. I thought no, she, she had said the she boy, had the boy when she was oh, she 17. Had, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, the had boy, the boy. she had the boy when she was 17. 20 years old. If you're doing a great job as a single mother, but you can't turn the boy into a man. You got a man there who's trying to show you what to do. But you want to soft shoot a boy. Now, he broke curfew. I know why he was late, because he was getting his ass whooped. <laughs> so that's why he was late. Holy now, you in there more concerned about the blackout and why he was late. It's why he was late. It's reason, lady, why would you step aside? Why don't you let the man show you a couple of things? You got this little undisciplined boy running around. He he, he hard on him because if he don't, if he's not hard on this boy now, life going to be hard on him and you ain't going to believe what life going to do to him. Locked up. Mm-hmm. I, my one Ready? thing, me and my sons was laughing about the other day. Dad, you told us. You ain't got to whoop us no more because life going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Winton told me, Winton say, how many times I wish I was in that basement getting my ass whooped and this problem I got would just go away. He said, I'll take a basement <laughs> ass whooping right now to make a two of these problems I got go away. And wow. that's what happened. But, but you know what, Steve? I think some women don't realize, men, we've been boys before, so we know exactly Jesus. what the boy is Come doing. On, man. We know exactly what he's doing. It's, it's, it's a trick None of it move. is original. None no, of it. no, it's no. been done a million right. times. We've over seen, we did over. it. Yeah. And same with us and with the daughters. Sometimes okay. the boy needs same to hear stuff from a man. He needs to hear it from a man. It could be the same thing from a woman, but he needs to hear it from a man. It just sounds yeah, absolutely. different. Absolutely. All right, I'm let me, let me ask you this. Right. Is it possible the man could be hard on the son? I'm just yes. throwing it out there. Uh, yeah. okay. Yes. Too oh, hard, I mean, too hard. No, he's That's supposed possible. to be hard. He ain't beating a boy, but he checking it. Well, he didn't say that. She didn't say that. But well, she, she ain't saying that. He, she, she don't like the way he be checking the boy all the time. Like he on him. You got to be on him. Okay. If you don't get, okay, let me give you an example. <laughs> he broke curfew. Mm-hmm. He come home with a black eye. Next time, he might not be able to come home. Yep. If you'd have got home early, you probably wouldn't have got your ass whooped. See, That's the point. Right. But yeah. but now, he, he made it home with the black eye this time. The next time, he may not make it home. Yeah. That's yeah. why you're hard. Yeah. See. That y'all, and y'all, it's double. The streets yeah. are hard on black boys. Come on, man. Uh, man, from See, the law enforcement side. See, it's a black eye right side, now. Mm-hmm. But, dog, right he's lucky. 
somebody was throwing hands because that ain't what they do no more. Yeah, they shooting out there. All right. All right, Jay. Um, Here it is real quick, Steve. A uh, dude has been messing around with his side piece, told his side piece, me and my wife sleep in separate rooms. We don't even have sex. All of a sudden, the wife show up pregnant. What do you tell your side piece? How do you? Oh, man. That's, what, that, what, take your time, what, Steve. What? Take your time with that one, man. What well, this is know, important. This is important. It ain't really nothing. The gig is up. You lied. <laughs> Proof is in the pudding. She pregnant. <laughs> I'll be damned. I bet she's seeing somebody else. But you gonna try that? <laughs> so why don't you leave her and we gonna get married, huh? Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. The gig is up, man. Uh, does that answer your question, yeah, Jay? Gig is up. You right. <laughs> <It's all. laughs> Thank you, CLO. Coming up we next, we don't. We nephew. sleep in separate rooms, except that one night. <laughs> the nephew would run that prank back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Ms. Ann is standing by with national news. President Biden signed the COVID-19 stimulus uh, bill into law yesterday and gave a primetime speech last night in trending entertainment news. Stacey Dash is back in the news apologizing for her past political comments. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. She's trying to back. Get, trying to get back across that bridge. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She's trying to come back. Yep. Right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nath? Your doors. Your doors. Sounds pretty simple. In case you missed it yesterday, it is today. Yo, doors. Let's go, Kendo. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably Senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark. I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are, are you at Are you at Court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up. Uh, no, this isn't a follow-up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches we want to try and get, get straightened out if we could find. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home yes. uh, has not paid for the doors. You guys have been there two and a half months, and uh, we, we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors. Okay, uh, so you tried to call them. We've tried to call them several times, and, okay. and we have not been able to what get What number uh, do you have on them? Because if you have a good number, I can give you a number. Because I, I really don't have anything to do with that. In fact, how did you get my number? Well, actually, we had your number on file as, as the homeowner, and, and that's pretty much how we had you. But the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple months, and we can't get him. So actually what's, what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house, take them off, and bring them back here to the plant until who, we get. Who's going to come get all my doors? We we're going to have to get those doors until either we get a contractor or you know we get paid for the doors. Now, what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No, no, no. Pay. I already paid for the doors. That's 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 past tense. I've done that. Paid. You're saying paying. That means I got to double back. Well, sir, we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No, no, no. The contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all here at Doors. 
no one oh, reads it. Oh, 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 okay. Well, I do it. They should have received a check for my contract. Okay. And, and what I'm explaining to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. I told her, since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my doors. Now, you said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are they going to come well, sir, to my like, door? Like, here's the problem here. Like no, I said, no, no, there ain't no problem. We're going we're gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay, so what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that, but why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. Why don't I understand that, sir, but since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they, they need to give you a, uh, not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work because bottom line is you're talking about coming to get my doors. No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not finna sit here and go back and well, forth. You need to go ahead and come get these doors. Gas up and come get these doors, because you're not going to come and get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay, sir, then, then then what we need to do is get a scheduled time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. Well, no, I'm on your time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now, so you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be meet you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Because oh, I'm going to no, no, come here. in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as – you, Take it off the latch, I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors, even if I got to take a because I got to get my money back from the company that they didn't took for me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talk to a girl. Man, I, I'm going to put this on you. I am not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. Now. What time you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come mess with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hinge. Every door, we going to meet at that door. I'm going to whoop that and tell you what, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar Whooping. Now take that check. You can make ten seventy five. Whooping or not, I'm gonna take that whooping if that's what it takes. But I gotta take these doors so I can get my I money what back. I need man. You to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You gonna get in fed well. I'm not, sir. I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my. You gotta go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here, take that whooping, and take it on home. I'm with you. but I'm bringing them doors too. Every door in that you should have been taller a contractor. You should have been calling a contractor. But y'all stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. Oh, no, I'm telling you what, you need to be calling them. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. I tell you what, you know what I'll do? I'll just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring me the number next right week, now. I'll just come in there and get them doors while Bring your ass is gone. Bring Junior. Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you, you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. I'm coming now. to get them doors, and you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? Yeah, more I know who you are, so you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a door, well, come get these doors, then, if you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Well, 
Who are you? I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faye. Faye! That's why she was bringing the damn number. Uh, you going to get it when I get downstairs. <laughs> oh, brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of them red doors. You know when you get them red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. Paul, what is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, Steve Harvey <laughs> Show and Cousin Tommy. I was over here just praying, man. Faye, don't bring that number in now. <laughs> but all I heard was all this moving, so I'm thinking they're they looking for it, but they down there probably on the floor getting it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let me know how well I did with this. You just got to let oh, me man. know. I think the, you know, and if just hearing it from them again, it's just, thank you. for what? You already know. Well, you don't need them to know how good you are. <laughs> and who is? <laughs> More than that, who is? Because this continuous week. need for praise has gotten on a few of our nerves. April 16th through the 18th, Star Dome, stupid coming your way. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so what do you say? I mean, Stacey Dash said that she's through with politics now, and she's even apologized for being Donald Trump's supporter, okay? Stacey did an interview. Yeah, she wants to come back. Stacey did an interview with the Daily Mail. And she said she's no longer working with Fox News. Uh, remember back in 2016, Stacey was fired from Fox after she said President Obama didn't give a sugar honey iced tea about terrorism. Stacey also said she was hired by Fox to be the angry, conservative black woman. Mm-hmm. She also apologized mm-hmm. for things she said. She apologized for being angry, too. Stacey went on to say the riots at the Capitol was the last straw for her, and really? now she urges conservatives to give the new president a chance. Well, In the other words, she wants to The black come back. community is closed right now. <laughs> we closed. Here's what happened. Due to COVID. Somebody over there called her black in a derogatory sense, told her who mm-hmm. she really was, mm-hmm. and now you got to come on back. Mm-hmm. And all of this stuff was happening before they tried to climb over the wall at the Capitol. Yeah, that's when you got yeah. fed up, because yeah. we've been fed up. The, yeah. it, we, we, you, the, if that's what it took, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. damn, Girl, how, how long was they ringing the bell before you heard it? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so now... I'm sorry, you know, but it's cool. You can be sorry. I don't care. But I, I tell people uh-huh. all the time about them bridges, man. You got to yeah. be careful about crossing over. Crossing, yeah. Mm-hmm. S- someone said on social media that they'll trade <laughs> Stacey Dash for Prince Harry. <laughs> oh, God, dog. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the other problem is it happens to all the blacks that go on that side. You get a Negro wake-up call. When you get that mm-hmm. wake-up call, yeah. mm-hmm. That's when you realize, oh, I should have been on the other side. You know? Because you don't. realize, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm black. I'm yeah. black. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, I'm black. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. came to her rescue. Not now time. Not now. Not yeah. one Fox person. Wasn't mm-hmm. no blog save Stacy. Not save Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've seen some no. Save Br Free Britney uh, blogs and all of that, but no Stay yeah. sa Save Stacey. Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Man, more black people like the queen than they like Stacey Dash. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, minute, hold up. I know, uh -huh. I know. Tim Scott ain't laughing because you got one coming too, partner. It's coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know when oh, it's coming, yeah, but it's oh, coming. Okay, uh, the senator. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and yes. <laughs> in other entertainment news, unnamed sources are running their mouths once more about the latest Kanye drama. Page Six reports that Yeezy has broken off direct contact with Kim Kardashian after she filed for divorce last month. He apparently told his soon-to-be ex-wife that if she needs to get in touch, she can go through his security. Uh, despite uh -oh. this, uh -huh, uh -huh, just go through my security, okay, if you need to get in touch with me. Despite this, they are apparently uh, still working together to co-parent their four kids. A source claims that they have an arrangement where he comes to visit the kids when she's away from home. So, they have a good arrangement. But talk Couple to the people, security, though. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, co can't co-parent through security. The kids are too no. young. Yeah. If they were yeah. older kids, you could do that. But when you have young children, you have to talk to each other. Yeah. We are talking about Kanye West, okay? Okay, well. May I uh, remind you? Okay. Well. <laughs> All right, easy. time for today's headline, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, here we go. Good morning, everyone. This is Andrew for the news. President Biden delivered his uh, first primetime national address last night. And on what was the one-year anniversary of the World Health Organization's official announcement that the COVID-19 was a pandemic, the president says that beating the virus depends on national unity. He says he's unleashing a wartime effort to get all adults in the country vaccinated by May 1st, hopefully. And Mr. Biden issued a promise, or should I say a hope? By July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. After this long, hard year, that will make this Independence Day something truly special, where we not only mark our independence as a nation, well, we begin to mark our independence from this virus. Ooh, cross your fingers and pray. The Fab Four, meanwhile, ex-presidents Obama, Bush, Clinton, and Jimmy Carter, um, not Donald Trump, he wasn't part of this, they're helping to encourage people to get vaccinated in their way. The COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. That's right. And they say, please take it. Although the president signed the new COVID stimulus bill into law yesterday, by the way, later today is going to be the big ceremony uh, where both Democrats and Republican lawmakers are invited to the White House as the president officially unveils the bill to the American public. Much of the prosecution's delight, a judge in Minneapolis reinstated a third degree murder charge against ex-cop Derek Chauvin for the killing of Mr. George Floyd. Chauvin now faces second and third degree murder as well as manslaughter charges. The addition of the third degree charge, folks, 
gives the jury yet another way to find the fired white cop guilty of slowly strangling an unarmed and and handcuffed man. Uh, By the way, as of yesterday, there were six jurors selected. Will Smith says he's been called the N-word to his face five or six times, but he says he'd never buy a smart person. He says that because of that, he grew up with the impression that racist and racism was stupid. And finally, the new Jeep Grand Chair, a Wagoner, okay, is coming out. So Wagoner is going for close to $100,000. And the Lord taketh away. I don't even have the money the Lord giveth. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. It's time for you to introduce your friend so we can see what's Ladies going on. Ladies and gentlemen, right, here right. he is, the one and only J. Anthony Brown. Thank you so much. Let me get right into it. As we celebrate Women's History Month, is that right? Am I correct? Yes. Am I yes. correct? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. As we celebrate Women's History Month, I'd like to honor the women who's given us great sayings that have been passed down through the centuries. These are great sayings by women, and I'm honoring the women. Dave, hit the music, please. Give me that music, please. Ladies, <clears throat> when you're with me, Thank I'm you. smiling. The saying that came from a woman that we honored, we don't know when it was said, but we know said, oh, you think I'm stupid, don't you? Thank you, women, whoever said that. Thank you. We honor you. Oh, you think I'm stupid? Yeah. We Thank honor you. you. Yeah. yeah. We, we honor you for that. For the lady who gave us the saying, the lady who gave us the saying, since you like your mama's cooking so well, damn it, why don't you go to your mama house and let her cook you some? Yeah. We honor you. Yeah. We honor, honor you. For you. That. My shero. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This goes back to the 1800s, Steve. This is great. When when Wilhelmina said to Jedediah, Wilhelmina said to Jedediah, we honor you for this saying. Oh, you picking cotton at 12 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm stupid. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also... This this is first all time the phrase came in. You think I'm boo boo the fool? Okay, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna go back to the caveman time. We don't know who said this, but we know it was said. I need to know because you need to tell me whose leopard skin that was in your cave because the damn show don't fit me. Okay, please okay. tell me something. Whose is that? <laughs> you got leopard skin in your cave. Whose is it? Okay. Yeah. These are great sayings. Great sayings by women. Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Graham's Bell wife said to him, the man who invented the telephone, she said, who are you talking to, Alexander? He said, Watson. She said, I don't know no damn Watson. As far as I'm concerned, you the only one with a damn phone. But every time I come down here, your ass on the phone. Whispering. Who you talking to? Who the hell you talking to? Who the hell you talking to? Every time I come in the room, you on the phone, but you the only one with a phone. <laughs> Tell me some. Last one. Last one. The last one. Hurry. Adam hurry, said hurry. to Eve, you know, you do know. Adam said to Eve, you do know you're not my daddy and you're not. The only apple on the tree, okay? You do know that, don't you? All right? You do know that. We'll These be are back. great sayings by women. We honor we, you. We oh, honor them, God. Jay. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
We all know the French cartoon character skunk Pepe Le Pew. You know, he's always on the quest for love. But Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> his aggressive pursuit caused characters to run from him. Well, Pepe has been cut from Warner Brothers' movie uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which stars LeBron James. Uh, New York Times columnist Charles Blow wrote a piece stating that the character normalized rape culture. The article was written right around the same time those Dr. Seuss books were banned for racism. Some are saying Pepe Le Pew needs to be canceled because every time a female character fought back against Pepe Le Pew, he would misinterpret it as a sign of interest. Wow. We all remember oh. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Wow. Can't do them cartoons uh-huh. anymore. You can't do them anymore. You just no. can't. Yeah. And you know who mentioned this, Steve? Remember Dave Chappelle said that on stage. Mm-hmm. He did. He, he yeah. brought it oh, up. Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. if you watch this cartoon, Pepe Le Pew, you would cringe now. Remember but don't don't him. stop with Pepe Le Pew. Don't stop there. Don't stop. There's other ones. Where you go? Oh, yeah, there's uh, other Porky, ones. Like- Porky the Pig ain't had on pants since I known his ass. <laughs> I mean, he got on a jacket and a shirt and, and a bow tie. And some high heel shoes. Where your damn pants at? And Tippy toeing around on them hoofs. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Jay. Thank cool you. Got to so be some type of gender that's upset about that. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. Thank Poo- you. Pooh Bear. Thank you. All that honey, but he ain't got no yeah. pants on either. Just that red shirt. That's it. Oh, no pants. What's up with that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, uh, no pants. Also, Jay, next on the chopping block could be the character of uh, Speedy Gonzalez, you know, the Mexican mouse. Well, I've always, oh, no. I've always thought Speedy. that he's pushing like his Speedy. sister on people. Right. What, right, what Jay? Right. You thought what? He's pushing his sister on people. That's almost pimping, if you ask me. That's kind of <laughs> like, not, I'll I be mean. Damned. We're not going to have no damn we, cartoon. No. Leave my damn cartoons alone. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to take Wiley Coyote off from the Roadrunner because he a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. <laughs> oh, my God. It's but y'all got video games out. This Grand Theft Auto, uh, have you seen this? Yeah. And now y'all yeah, want to yeah. take these cartoons oh, yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Man, come on. We, yeah. You know what, man? <sighs> I, I'm not with all of this because this political correctness. Look, man, yeah. this is not what has turned this world into the fallen world that it is. It's this new modern exactly. stuff we're doing. You know, all your mm-hmm. games where you kill people and you get a pellet and you come back. Well, when you kill a person mm-hmm. in real life, that ain't how it works. Yeah, all video games yeah. are stemmed yeah. from violence. Mm-hmm. You know, all this yeah. here stuff. It ain't, it ain't Pepe Le Pew them ain't done nothing. Yosemite Sam. So what does he, because he got two guns, he promote burglary? Mm. Mm. <laughs> ain't nobody saying nothing. And one of your favorites, Steve, Foghorn Leghorn, on the rooster. What oh, now, now yeah. he a bully for kicking the dog <laughs> Say, I say, yes. I say, old boy. <laughs> I, I say, I, I say, I say, son. <laughs> Cartoons from back and in the day. And you know, it's just a matter of time they get rid of uh um, is it Daffy Duck or? Yeah, and they the bet not. The, he, they bet not get rid yeah. of Daffy well, Duck. This is one of Bugs Bunny. He was the first black on TV I ever saw. Okay, really? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's what's gonna get rid of him, Steve. He black. Then he, he gonna be my gone. Dude, yeah. Daffy Duck. You could shoot yeah. his ass and he, he come right back. You hey, might as well make your signs now, Steve. Black ducks matter because he gonna be gone. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> Daffy Duck gets shot and his bill be still there, Black man. Black Duck matter. <laughs> I, I love Daffy Duck, man. Well, what happened with Speedy yeah. Gonzalez, Shirley? 
Well, oh, okay, you want to hear the rest of the story. Well, Speedy Gonzalez might be on the chopping block because of his depiction of the stereotype of a drunk and lethargic or lazy Mexican. However, um, Gabriel Iglesias, the actor who voices Speedy Gonzalez in the movie, uh, tweeted, cancel culture can't catch me. I'm the fastest mouse in Mexico. Some are saying that maybe cancel culture should be a teaching culture and change right. the narrative. Now that's a good idea. Listen to yeah. me. Listen to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Teaching Listen moment. To me. Yeah. Going way too far. Man. Listen to me. Getting rid of Speedy Gonzalez ain't gonna change a damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna change a single damn thing. Donald Trump and the way they feel about that has nothing to do with a damn cartoon. Well, we gotta go. It's food for thought. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, the subject is, he's mine sometimes, but he belongs to her. That is the subject, but right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Yo, new boss. Yo, new boss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. Let's go. Come on, cat. Yo, new boss. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jason, please. This is me. How can I help you? Hey, Jason, uh, this is Lyle. I'm giving you a call out of Human Resources. Right. How you doing? You're the foreman, the project guy out there? Yes, I am. I'm the project manager here. How can I help you? Listen, um, you've been training an individual out there, I think, for the last month or so. You Have you been training a... a, a... Yes, a great guy. Um, doing great work. Doing good. Okay. How's, how's he? Is he coming along pretty good with everything? Oh, man, he's picking up real good, man. He's learning to trade. I mean, he's picking up just like I would love him to pick up. Okay. Excellent young worker. And he's Enjoy. got how many more weeks of training out there? Uh, I would say probably about another week or two okay. before we let him, you know, put, put him on his arm. Okay. Do you think he'll handle it efficiently? Oh, yes. I think he'll be a great, great employee. Okay. You've been with the company how long? Uh, Going on about 17 years. Yeah, my records are telling me somewhere around 16 plus, right? Right, right. Almost 17. Okay, you've been with us quite a while, and um, first of all, let you know we're grateful of you, of the work that you're putting in. Well, man, I appreciate it. My man made, man. I appreciate it to help the company, man, and, you know, being here these many years, man, he let you know, man, I love my company. Exactly. Listen, we got a few adjustments we're going to be making out there in the plant. Here's what we're going to do now. You say going to be done in about a week or two? Yeah, about a week or two. Okay. Here's, here's what we're going to do on that particular day that he gets released, and, uh-huh. and you, you you definitely know he's ready for everything. Um, I'm going to want you to give him your key card as well as the key to your office. The what, man? I'm, I'm going to want you to give him your key card that gets you actually onto the property. And, and uh, you, have, you have your own parking space, too, don't you? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, um, we're going to need you to give him your key card and your office key, and um, we'll, we'll find you another place to park. He's actually probably going to be parking in your space. Hold it, hold it, hold it. What you mean? You're telling me to give him my key parking? Right. My parking you, you, space. You, you, park, my key well, to the you office. have your parking space, but your key card to get you onto the property, the little, right. little electrical card there, Right. that as well as your office. He's going to actually be taking over as project manager. No, no, sir. I'm not giving up nothing. Sir, it's sir, 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 sir. Let's, let's, first of all, sir, let's do this. Let's tone the language down, okay? We're going to find a place for you. But for, for the time being, we're going to put you back oh, in the plant until we find something for you. I'm going to find a 
place in Maine. My place is where I'm at right now. I'm not moving from nowhere. That's all. Okay. I'm not getting to define me nothing. Okay. Nobody fit to find me anything. I got 17 years up in here. Ain't nobody fit to find me not a place to move. You got to understand that part there. I got 17 years up in here. Done trained a young guy, and this guy got a couple months, and you're talking about you're going to do what to me? Move me? Jason, this is a temporary move. We're going to find something better for you. No. You ain't, ain't no this, better. This, this, this is a project, man. Ain't nobody fit to move. To got that understanding? This has come from the head, and I'm actually Tell me who this head is. I know the head people. This decision actually has come from the vice president. No, they ain't told me none of that. It come to me first. I'll tell you what, Jason, this is something I'm supposed to probably not tell you, but let me let me let you in on a little something. Yeah, let uh, me in on something, because this is going to be some bull him, because I shut the whole place up out here. And I mean let, let me explain something to you, Jason. This young guy that you've been training, yeah. he's actually the nephew of the vice president. I don't give a about no nephew or no vice president, man. Do you think I care about some president? Tell him, tell the president I said what I said. Him and the nephew. Who cares about the nephew? They ain't never told me none of this. Okay. Well, can I expect you to give your key over to him? No, hell no. I ain't giving nobody nothing. Doesn't get the law to come get it. Ain't nobody getting nothing. I ain't leaving. How that sound? Sir, all I can ask you for is I need your key card and I need the key to your office. I need you to empty out your things so we can move Victor in there and, and hold on, hold on, find you a place. This is just a temporary slap right now. No, you, them, all ain't nobody getting a. Thing, okay, I done been here. I tell you what I go do. I go out there and I pimp slap this little son of a okay, and then I find out who his boss is or whoever the nephew supposed to be and kick his. But I ain't giving up nothing. And this I'm talking about y'all, y'all with the wrong one, okay? With the wrong one at this time. But this sir, ain't nobody sir, taking nothing from me. You're talking about beating the vice president's nephew. You're, you're, you're losing control here, uh, uh, Jason. No, I ain't losing nothing. I'm only thing control I'm gonna lose is when I kick his. How that sound? And I'm gonna kick the ball. The CEO, all of them. How that sound? Did that make it sound clear to you? No, it, it so makes no sense. It, we're we're trying to do. just give you some place to be temporarily until I find you another slot. It ain't no other slot. My slot is my slot. I'ma kick his rat. Not how that sound to you, sir. All I'm asking is, I need your key card and I need the key to the office. Get all your things out so I can get Victor moved in within the next week. Ain't no keys, okay? All of them. I don't give a. How that sound? I don't care nothing about them, okay? Because I, see, you're going to make me somebody out here today, okay? I'm tired of this, and this ain't going to happen to me. I'm going to get security to come over and walk you out, okay? No, ain't no security for to walk me no way. How that sound? I came here, ain't by myself, ain't nobody for to walk me up out of here. Are you having problems moving out for the nephew? The nephew, okay? The nephew is not going to come in here and take how that sound? Okay, there's another nephew that you need to be aware of. Do you know who the other nephew is? Hell no, I ain't never seen no other nephew. I ain't know that was a nephew. Let me tell you who the other one is. Who the, who the other one is? The other one is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jason, you just got pranked. <laughs> Y'all lying with me, man? Come on, man. Don't play with me, man. Jason. <laughs> Y'all lying, right? <laughs> hey, Jason, listen, man. Man, this ain't no Tommy, man. Y'all need to put that <laughs> man. Man, y'all don't know how long the brother. <laughs> man, I worked, I worked my way up. <laughs> Man, hey, man, I ain't mean no disrespect to y'all, but, hey, man, y'all got me good, man. I got you, man. I got I got one thing to ask you, man. What's the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> That's Steve Harvey. Morning show, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. what Way I do. too much. Yeah. It's what I do, Carla. Yeah, it's what I do. <laughs> yeah. He said, oh, I don't know the first nephew. He's not a team player. That no. guy was not a team player. He's not, not at, at all. Okay. Whatsoever. Yeah, not at all. 
no. No. Man. He was hilarious. He I didn't even him. believe you were you, yeah. nephew. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> he was good at first off, but the boy doing good. Oh, he's doing real well. He's doing mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. He's doing real <laughs> nice. You finna do what? Excuse me? Replace who? Weird about- no. No, you no, no, no. That ain't hard right there. I keep it stupid. Yes, you yes, do. You do. <sighs> I keep it stupid. Oh man, I take so much pride in stupidity. And you should. <sighs> and thank you, Jay. You should. Thank you, Jay. Good I appreciate well you backing done. me up, man. When you, well, Jay, you know when you ain't here, man, I get no backup. I get no love, no support. Just you know, know that I'm. They all, my way all they her. want is Jay. About it. Know that. Thank you. But all they want is, oh, somebody going to whoop your ass. Sooner or later, you're going to get yeah, your yeah. behind. I, I can't wait for that day. That's true. It's not lying yeah, to you. Facts. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about yeah, that. Whatever. Y'all, y'all ain't for me. Y'all always, you know, Jay is no. for me. Yeah, y'all, well, if somebody I'm does playing. jump on you, is Jay going to be there to help you fight? No. Why are you against Jay now? Why? What'd you say, Jay? What'd you say? I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jay? Did you just say I mean, no? I'm going to be too sick to fight. I'm too sick to <laughs> see? Fight. You, you predicted it. Oh, right. See? Tell me I can break. Well, you ain't with I, me. I mean, wait Tommy. a minute, man. Tommy, 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 Tommy. <laughs> I'm a elderly sick. sick don't, 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 don't say it three times. Don't say Tommy three times like it means something. Uh, when you say it three times, it means something. Don't, don't say Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. No. <laughs> he said he was an elderly sick man. I'm an elderly what? sick man, man. Diabetic coma, come on right away. I got all types of sciders, brusciders, bronchitis, anything with sciders on the end, I got it. I, I, I saw it, itis. You got everything except stand beside us. Oh. But I love you. You know I love you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Star Dome, <laughs> April 16th through the 18th. Might be getting my ass whooped, but come on out and check oh, me out. No. April 16th through the 18th. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with the strawberry letter right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, work, dating, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one (laughs) right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, he's mine sometimes, but he belongs to her. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been friends with a great guy for three years, and we have become the best of friends with the best sexual chemistry. Our sex is off the chain. He dates other women, but he's always said that he wouldn't get in a relationship without letting me meet the female and giving him my blessing. We never talked about us being in a relationship, so I gave up hope early on. He found out I was dating a guy once, and he got very upset and wouldn't answer my calls for a whole week. I didn't want to mess up our friendship, so I broke up with the guy. A few days later, he called me and said he really needed to talk to me. He told me that he's met someone and it feels right, like she might be the one for him. My heart sank and my feelings came out of nowhere. Then I realized that I love this man. Instead of telling him I was hurt, I told him that I supported him and couldn't wait to meet her. Later that evening, he came over and we had sex. I cried while we had sex because I had decided that would be the last time 
we're intimate. We were intimate. I told him that um, we couldn't have sex anymore, and he agreed that it would be awkward for me whenever his girlfriend is around. Fast forward to a week ago, I met his new girlfriend at his house. She's cute and seems like she's very sweet. She helped him cook dinner, and whenever she wasn't looking, he rubbed on my butt or squeezed my breasts. He texted me that he couldn't wait to taste me. As soon as his girlfriend left, we had sex. We are addicted to each other sexually. He said even though he's with her, his body will always crave mine. I don't want to be the number two woman in his life, but I need him. How can I break this cycle with him? Please help. He's never yours anytime and never has been, period. Okay, never has been. Um, this letter is just very sad to me. It's very sad it, and it's pitiful. I mean, I'm sorry that you can't see that you're being used and this has nothing to do with the so-called friendship you think you have with him. You are just allowing this man to have his way with you whenever and wherever he wants, while he, on the other hand, can dump you when he gets a new woman in his life. Uh <laughs> Then he expects you to fall back, which you do, all under the guise of, of a so-called friendship. Who wants a friend like this? And, and if that's the case, why can't you do the same? He got mad, remember, when you had a man and didn't talk to you for a whole week. Uh, you broke up with someone who could have treated you way better than this guy because of him. I mean, you're just a sex toy at this point, and you're available at his beck and call. That's not cool. He's using you. Uh, this is not love. It is lust, and surely you want better for yourself. I say cut him off now. How do you break this cycle with him, you ask? Stop answering his calls. Stop letting him touch you. Stop, you know, this is your body. He's touching you so inappropriately, and most of all, Get yourself some new friends, okay? Some real friends, so you can see the difference in real friends and what this guy is offering you. Steve? Everything that Shirley just said is 1,000% truth. I mean, that's all I can tell you. But you, I'm, you what? what? What do you want me to say? Shirley told you everything that you needed to hear. I really, I can't even add anything. Except the only thing I can add is what's wrong with you? How you don't see what he doing? First of all, from the get-go, you all call yourself the best of friends with the best sexual chemistry. So you friends with benefits. The sex is off the chain. Here's the next line that fixes everything you need to know. He dates other women, but he's always said that he wouldn't get in a relationship without letting me meet the female and giving him my blessing. What? So that made him cool? He said he'd never get in a relationship with another female without letting me meet her and giving her a blessing. What you think you finna say to stop him from seeing this girl? Girl, that's game. He got you, He, all he's doing you is making you think that your second, third, fourth, or fifth position that you hold has some type of voting rights with it. I'm going to date these other women, but if I ever get into a relationship, girl, I, I, 
he in a relationship now. We never talked about us being in a relationship, so I gave up hope early on. So you all never discussed y'all being an item, so he never counted you as an item, so you was just another item. You got played. You started dating the guy once, he got upset and wouldn't answer your calls for a week. I didn't want to mess up our friendship. What? So I broke up with the guy. Really? Then a few days later, he called me and said he really needed to talk to me. He told me that he done met somebody and it feels right and she might be the one for him. Hey, then guess what happened to you? Your heart sank and your feelings came out of nowhere. Then I realized I love this man. Oh, God, you stupid. <laughs> Lady, come on now. Yes. Come on, really? All this? And then instead of telling him I was hurt, guess what you did? I told him that I supported him and couldn't wait to meet her. When we come back, Lord <laughs> help us. Hold on, Steve. We'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour subject. He's mine sometimes, but he belongs to her. Part two of Steve's response right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. He's mine sometimes, but he belongs to her. The title is wrong. You ain't got nothing right. You've been dating this man as your friend. He dates other women. You all never discussed being in a relationship. He told you, though, that you are important to him, and that if he ever starts dating before he gets a relationship, he'll make you meet, make sure you meet her and get his blessing. This is all set up. This ain't nothing but the setup game. This man that poked you to see exactly how far he could go with you, he done set you up to see how much he can get away with you, and you passing all the tests. You even started dating the guy, he got mad, so you broke up with the guy because he was mad. He ain't called you for a week. Then when he did call you, he told you he'd have met somebody and he think it feel right. Now, you done gave up somebody that could have did you right, like Shirley said, but you already said y'all ain't got no shot in no relationship. You said that at the top, and now you done sat up here and told me that your dumbass think you fell in love with him. <laughs> no, this is stupid. It is. It don't make no sense. You just said y'all had no shot of a relationship. He date other women. He told you if he finds somebody, if it feel right, he'll let you know. He finds somebody, told you it feel right, and he wants you to meet him, your heart sank. But instead of telling him that you love him like you do, you told him you supported him and couldn't wait to meet her. What you want to meet her for? After that evening, he came over, we had some more sex. So wait a minute, I can tell her that I got somebody else, that it feel right, right, and I'm finna go with her, but I can still come over and have sex. He trying everything with you. You passing all the tests. He can get away with anything with you. I cried after we had sex, cause I had decided that it would be the last time we we're intimate. I bet it wasn't. I told him that we couldn't have sex anymore and he agreed. It'd be awkward for me after his girlfriend is around. Well, fast forward a week ago, I met his new girlfriend at his house. I don't know who set this up right here. This is can't be crazy. Yeah. Now, you, you done met his girlfriend at his house. She was cute. It seems like she's very sweet. She helped him cook dinner. And whenever she wasn't looking, he rubbed my butt or squeezed my uh, breast. That's the worst. 
some more tests. Let me see if I can be physically aggressive with her while this other one is around so I can keep on the hook and make her think she's something to me while I had this real relationship with this other woman, which ain't really real relationship either, but I got game. He texts me that he couldn't wait to taste me. As soon as his girlfriend left, we had sex. You was just crying the other night. You just said because it was the last time you was going to be intimate. Now, you, right after you cry, one thing you need to do in this letter, you need to quit crying. Every time you cry. She was crying during We are addicted to each other sexually. He said even though he's with her, his body will always crave mine. I don't want to be the number two woman in his life, but I need him. How can I break this cycle with him? Please help. You don't want to be the number two woman. You said he date other women. You ain't number two. You one of many. Yeah. And But you his favorite because he can get away with anything, anything. with you. Listen to me. He hasn't told all this to them other girls. And you know how I know? Because that girl came over, that's his girlfriend, thinking y'all just friends. And while she helping him cook, she had no idea he's screwing you, feeling your breasts and squeezing your booty while she ain't looking and cooking. If he told that to everybody, he would have told you in front of her, hey, this my side piece, this one of the other women I'm seeing. But he ain't told that to her. You the only one he telling it to. You the only one falling for the okie doke. How come he didn't introduce you to his new girlfriend as his other woman? Why? Because he can't get her to be his girlfriend if he if she find out he got you. You the only one going along with this. How do you stop? Stop! Tommy? Stop being stuck on stupid. You done already let one good man potentially get out your life and go because you hanging on to Mr. Wrong. Tommy, you're not helping. No, no, no. It it doesn't matter. Who is he trying to help? See, you got to understand when he talks. He's absolutely right. Who is he If somebody is stuck in stupid, uh, and I can't get them out, why don't I capitalize on the stupid? Because don't you don't know went. her. Yeah. <laughs> That's immaterial, Tommy. That means you? nothing. Don't you on that, Tommy. I'm back on your side. Now. All right. <laughs> yeah, she just needs to get woke. Man, come on, girl. Yeah. That's why I say this is just pitiful. Hey, quit crying. Oh. <laughs> oh, now you want to quit crying? Well, I don't just, I don't want to be making love and you crying. That just, that's, that's that just kills the mood. Yeah. All right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, 46 minutes after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl from the talk, the one and only Cheryl Underwood. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Cheryl Underwood. 
Hey, hey. Cheryl, hey, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, hey. Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's skip all the pleasantries. Mm-hmm. We need all the time to talk about this. I hope you don't mind. I don't mind. You were trending. I want to get from you how you felt about everything that occurred on the talk. The whole position that you had with Pierce Morgan. How did you feel about it? How did you feel about uh, sharing uh, Ass Torn's remarks? You know, and uh, don't, don't correct in time. And everything. I said what I, I know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I know you did it. I know. And, and 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 how did you feel about it? And 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 how are you? Just as my little sister, how are you? Well, Steve, I'm 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 gonna tell you what God love, and that's the truth. I I I thought I think that this is about discipline. It's about restraint and being a better me. You know, because you wake up every day. You know, and and everybody, everybody, especially people of color, go through this all the time. There's just no cameras pointing at you. Mm -hmm. Nobody get to see it. Nobody know it. And today was my day. And I accept the blessing of the lesson. I accept that because I thought, you know, with Pierce, you know, because Pierce Morgan had been on the show before, been on the talk before. And I think one of the last times he was on, I think it was via Skype or via Zoom, and he said something about Meghan Markle, and 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 I I could have I, I think I believe he said something about it's not about race, and I said yes it is, yes it is, it's about her being black, and that's why you're treating her like that. I I love you, but that you you wrong for that right there, and that was what I said. So in thinking. That you know, because I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole interview, Tommy. And them, I watched it all, and I could mm-hmm. see their pain and what they're feeling. And you know, we live a very, very good life. So the first thing I'm thinking that I'm about to have a conversation on the show that I've been on since season two. This is this is season eleven. Been there since ten years. I never thought in my mind what what was going to happen. That this was going to go left. Uh, like this I thought we were just gonna have a conversation but I thank God I thank God for what what the Lord let me see and the conversations that are being had and the power that's being coalesced because the world needs to see what people have to go through and that restraint and that blessing words I can say right now is peace be still because I had to fix my face Carla and Shirley yeah now hold on right Mm -hmm. there We're going to come back. We're talking to Cheryl Underwood today. We'll be back with more Cheryl Underwood from the talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, we're back, and we're talking with Cheryl Underwood and her feelings. And before we left, Cheryl, you were saying, first of all, let me say that all of us on the show were beyond proud of the way you handled the situation. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we we first of all yes, thought ma'am. you handled it masterfully. Yes, yes. I mean, just really, really well. And mm-hmm. you told the truth. Mm-hmm. I did not appreciate uh, Sharon Astorns, uh <laughs> the way she came and talked about, and, and you don't need to be crying over there. I need to be one to be crying. Oh, you crying God. for what? Anybody did nothing to you? Ain't nobody said nothing to you. Now, just because you want to run to the defense of Pierce Morgan, mm-hmm. what Pierce Morgan, the problem with solving racism is when you don't know what you're doing is racist. Right. 
If she were not black, we not even having this damn conversation about the baby, the royal family, or nothing else. Amen. If she was just a white girl, Mm -hmm. we ain't even having this conversation. Ain't nobody got to give Oprah no interview. Right. This is true. But Mm -hmm. see, and then, let me me just say this here. Y'all came on today, the day after the whole thing, and ain't nobody bring up the subject. You want to know why I think? This is just me talking. Ain't nobody, mm-hmm. Cheryl ain't saying this. This is Steve Harvey talking. The reason nobody said nothing was because the firestorm that came to your defense, I mean, 1,000% people were behind the way you handled this, Cheryl. Cheryl and they, they, they was eating up a uh, little uh, Sharon ass torn all over the, all over the damn um, mm-hmm. vlogs and stuff. So now they want to come in and squash it. Oh, see, we won't, won't start nothing right now. But the way you handle it, and the way you've been even handling it now, see, you better than me. Better you than better than us. me. All of us. Me and Tommy, I'm telling you, and Junior, we yeah, had a, we had a speech for the ass. <laughs> but you still the class act. Class act. And we want to commend you for that. Mm-hmm. And the whole Phi Beta Sigma, all all all, all Z Phi B need to be mm-hmm. had a chess out for their sister be, because yes, you represented extremely well Cheryl and and women in broadcasting black yes. women sisters women. Absolutely. In, in, in the struggle all of that Cheryl all yes. of that Cheryl mm-hmm. cuz we know if it yep. was the other way around oh yeah well, well i will tell you this i got calls from all over the world for people that i was wondering how did you find me how do you know me i was getting prayers i was getting love and, and, and I want people to know this. I believe that God was telling me, I have a plan for you. I am about to pour down a blessing upon you. I just need to know, are you ready? Because you will face this again, servant. I need to know, are you ready? And I just wanted to be a better example for people who are working just a regular old job that had to compose themselves. And we are the only race of people that carry the race with us wherever we go. And we're responsible for that. And I want to thank everybody all over the world on social media, everybody in radio, television, news, everywhere, everybody that reached out, what power you had to make me understand you have matured, Cheryl Underwood. You have mm. matured because well, I could have messed it up, could not. I could have sure. messed oh, it yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The way you handled it was perfect. perfect. Now, listen to me. All jokes aside, I've always liked Sharon Osborne and Ozzy. I've met them personally a couple of times overseas. Really, really, every time I've done this show, really, really kind people. But what people have to understand and start being sensitive to is you don't get to define for black people what racism is and how we ought to feel about it when we hear it. You don't have the right to tell us what the hell it should feel like you ought not be crying. Wait a minute. You don't know what I've been through. She wasn't crying because of your reaction. Mm-mm. Cheryl Underwood was tearing up because she couldn't believe that she had yeah. to say it, and then y'all had a damn adverse reaction when she, the person sitting up there, got to deal with it, and a woman on top of all of that. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, guys, House Majority Whip James Clyburn, uh, Clyburn blasted Senator Lindsey Graham over his comments that uh, Lindsey Graham said this, the aid to the black farmers in the COVID-19 relief bill, there go your reparations right there. <laughs> What? Wow. You said that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's reparations, he said. Well, oh, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. <laughs> Listen, Lindsay. Oh, man. Listen, Lindsay. Yeah. I hate I'm from South yeah. Carolina. I really do. Yes. This is what yes, I yes. want to be from mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yes. Clyburn oh, called so <laughs> Graham, who is from South Carolina as well, to go back to church and to get in touch with his Christianity. Of course, the bill will provide direct relief and payments of up to 120% of socially disadvantaged farmers or ranchers with outstanding debt as of January 2021. Now, how is that reparation? That's just a start, Lindsay. That's just a start. (laughs) Yes. And they need that. You know, we need our farmers. They supply our food. You can say anything like that. So again, the bill will provide direct relief and payments of up to 120% of socially disadvantaged farmers or ranchers with outstanding debt as of January 2021. Now that's a good thing. You know, yes, that's thank a good you, thing. Real Not good reparations. Yeah. <laughs> no. We still want reparations. <laughs> Y'all need to vote in South Carolina. Yeah. All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. It's time for you to introduce your friend so we can see what's Ladies going on. Ladies and gentlemen, here right, right. he is, the one and only J. Anthony Brown. Thank you so much. Let me get right into it. As we celebrate Women's History Month, is that right? Am I correct? Yes. Am I yes. correct? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. As we celebrate Women's History Month, I'd like to honor the women who've given us great sayings that have been passed down through the centuries. These are great sayings by women. And I'm honoring the women. Dave, hit the music, please. Give me that music, please. When you're with me, Thank I'm you. smiling. The saying that came from a woman that we honored. We don't know when it was said, but we know said, oh, you think I'm stupid, don't you? Thank you, women, whoever said that. Thank you. We honor you. Oh, you think I'm stupid? Yes. We Thank honor you. you. Yes. Yeah. We, we honor you for that. For the lady who gave us the saying, the lady who gave us the saying, since you like your mama's cooking so well, damn it, why don't you go to your mama house and let her cook you something? Yes. We honor you. Yes. We honor, honor you. For you. <laughs> My Shiro. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This goes back to the 1800s, Steve. This is great. When, when Wilhelmina said to Jedediah, Wilhelmina said to Jedediah, we honor you for this saying. Oh, you picking cotton at 12 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stupid. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm also, this is this first all time the phrase came in, you think I'm boo-boo the fool. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're going to go back to the caveman time. We don't know who said this, but we know it was said. Uh-huh. I need to know, because you need to tell me whose leopard skin that was in your cave, because the damn show don't fit me, okay? <laughs> okay. You tell me something. Whose is that? Yeah. <laughs> you got leopard skin in your cave. Whose is it? Okay. Yeah. These are great sayings. Great sayings by oh, women. Man. Alexander Graham Bell. Uh-huh. Alexander Graham's uh-huh. Bell wife said to him the man who invented the telephone she said 
Who are you talking to, Alexander? He said, Watson. She said, I don't know no damn Watson. As far as I'm concerned, you the only one with a damn phone. But every time I come down here, your ass on the phone. Whisper. Who you talking to? Who the hell you talking to? Who the hell you talking to? Every time I come in the room, you on the phone, but you the only one with a phone. Tell me something. Last one. Last one. The last one. Hurry. Adam hurry, said hurry. to Eve, you know, you do know. Adam said to Eve, you do know you're not my daddy, and you're not the only apple on the tree, okay? You do know that, don't you? All right? You do know that. We'll These be are back. great sayings by women. We honor you. Coming up, it will be our last break of the day and our last break of the week. And, of course, Steve Harvey will have some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day. It is the last, last break of the day. Yes, yes it is, it Jay. Is. Yes, it is. See, you're not yeah. here a lot, so, you know. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's not going to hit my that boy. Right like that, that. So, uh, Busting in his damn head. Yeah, I kind of stepped in you on that one. I wasn't expecting Ooh, that. Uh, Ooh, it came from out of nowhere. <laughs> That hurt like a but COVID shot. I mean, <laughs> damn. Vaccination. <laughs> they said it didn't hurt. Wait a minute. Oh, it hurt. Your arm will hurt for a few days. Oh, uh, your arm hurt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Put an ice pack yeah. on it. You'd be all right. Yeah, you'd be all right. That's yeah, better than COVID. When I get my COVID. second COVID shot. When I get my second COVID shot, I'm going to lose my mind. You wait. You, you see how I'm at. I'm a mind. clown. I'm a straight clown. Well, what you know, you do, still Jim? have to be safe. What, but what are you going to do? You still got to wear your mask. I'm going to the strip club with my mask on, and I'm going to have a good time. That's what no, I'm going to do. You can sit on I'm me. You can sit on my lap. I'm good. No I'm lap good. dances, Jay. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. That's cool. That's all right. Oh, my God. Hey, we got to say thank you <laughs> to our girl, Cheryl Underwood. She came on and yeah. spoke her truth. She did great. Spoke That's what I saw, Ron. You know she's going to yes. rock it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes That's did. it. Yeah. Thank you for that, yeah. Cheryl. We'll That's be watching. Right. That is your saw, Ron. That's right. That's my saw, Ron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it comes. 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 Go ahead. All yeah, no, it's an insult. It's an insult coming. How many? All 33 of y'all. Yeah. We don't insult each other on this show, Jay. What are you talking about? Never. <laughs> Never. It's not who we are. <laughs> We're a family. We're all about love. We're, we're, where are you coming yeah, we from? We're just like a that? regular family. We fight yeah. and then we work together. That's, yeah. that's and then we make up. That's what family do. It works. It works. Right. Family uh, fighting quit speaking to each other, though. Family, oh, yeah. family, family uh-huh. is harsh now. Tommy's the leader of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he never lets Baby, that Tommy Miles will Ooh, hold he won't grudge. let it go. Baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Forgive. I don't, people. I don't want nobody doing nothing to me. Forgive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to let it go, hey. T. Hey, family, Leave me I need alone. Some I need I some advice. You do something crazy to me? Well, how am I going to forget you did something crazy to me? You need me advice on what you I need some advice. I'm really concerned. First of all, I just want to say happy birthday to my nephew. His birthday was yesterday. He's 18 now. Oh, I'm proud wow. of him. Yeah, I'm they proud of him. Out. You know, he's doing well. But he got a wow. girlfriend now. Now, I just want to know now. Oh. Now, you know, the girlfriend, okay, I got a picture of I got Cindy now. She's 17. Mm-hmm. And she's a nice looking girl, you know, really. He 18. You know, Pretty girl. He's 18 and she's 17. He just turned 18. Nice looking girl. 
Uh, she mm-hmm. she she white, you know. Okay, let me put that out there. Okay. You can't run over Amen there. That's that. Well, no, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Amen. Now, you know, I wasn't yeah, ready. You know, but she nice looking yeah. girl. I wasn't ready. But she's 17 and she in the 10th grade. Now, she uh, failed a. Yeah, she, she failed. She, she black failed ass a, nephew finna go to prison. <laughs> that's. Uh, uh, that's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. How do I break this news to him? Nah, oh, he man. need to break news. He need to break up. <laughs> Ass is gonna go to prison. Don't post no Steve damn is. pictures, boy, and stop yeah. seeing that Don't girl. I mean, she flunked. She flunked at least twice. Tommy, she failed. Yeah. I swear to God, I can't make this up. She failed the third grade. What? Who fails the third? That's what I said. And we was third grade. Timetables. That's timetables, ain't it? At my school, we was hard to give up your first white woman. Don't do it. Don't do it. This the first time you start working with sixteen crayons instead of eight. I swear to God, I don't know how she failed. Matter of fact, Junior, that's when you start learning cursive in third grade. That's cursive. I swear, I don't know. I'm concerned. No one even uses cursive. Nobody should. What, Shirley? What? Say it again? Damn. <laughs> Say it again, sir. Come on, Miss Radio Shack. Never Say mind. It again. Never mind. Okay. God. I'm oh, proud man. of him, and I ain't never met him. I'm proud of him. Really. <laughs> he already Well, did. I mean, seriously, though, Jay, he's got to be careful because yeah. what, what what state yeah. do you live in? The Texas. Yeah. Got to be careful. Yeah, got to be careful, man. I got to have a talk with him. At 1817, that starts being illegal, right? Technically, yeah, I think it's not technically. I don't think it is, but just you know, I gotta have a talk with him. Don't don't know. I gotta have a talk. So what should he say? I mean, I think it's cool. Eighteen, seventeen. I don't think that's a problem legally. Honestly, I really mm-hmm. don't. But I don't. I don't think we need to be focusing on that. I think we need to be trying to get her a tutor. You know, I think that's what's most important. Let's get her You're tutor. Stupid. You're not worried you really about her. You really Let's get her a tutor. Seventeen. Get her out to school. Damn. In the tenth grade, dog. I swear, I'm scumping. Dog, I was, I was in college at seventeen. I was too. Uh, yeah. Seriously. She gonna be drinking her senior year. She need to hurry up. Surely she has some redeeming qualities. He likes her for yes. something, you know? Well, I'm going to yes. meet her this weekend. I'm going to meet her this weekend. Okay. Junior. Junior, huh? did you say she's white? You heard him. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, what he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm just giving him <laughs> yeah. points for that. The fact yeah. that now, she's Junior, white. Now, Junior, is she white Ooh. neighborhood white or is she white black neighborhood white? No, she white white, though. <laughs> white, white white. Red hair freckles? Come on, mm. man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... I'm concerned. I just want to know. I don't know what to tell. Okay. Love has no color. No, no, it don't. Let me tell you. I know what to tell somebody who's dating white. Let me talk to them. None of y'all know at all. (laughs) What would you say, Jay? What's the first thing you're gonna say? (laughs) My my father told my starting off young, and that's a good thing with white. Thank you. Go ahead (laughs) on. I hate him. Put your father say. Your daddy what? My cousin, dating a white girl and bought into the house. My father looked at him, walked into the room and said, oh, so you just going to date the little white girl off the gingerbread house. <laughs> I was so damn confused about who he was talking about. We got to go.
all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 